Hello there, you're listening to Why Am I Like This with me, Alex Ross. How are we all today? I woke up in a great mood because it was snowing last night. And it was snowing quite heavy and I was watching it, but you know sometimes you don't think it's going to lay and you're going to wake up and it's not going to be that great. But I woke up, opened the curtains, looked magical. Do you not think that? Do you think it's like the best way to wake up when you open the curtains? And it's like all the snows there, and it's just like oh, such a. It's a <laughs> obviously, it's not a surprise because I saw the snow, but like it's such a nice surprise, and the best kind of prize is a surprise. That's Willy Wonka. If anybody wants to know, but I just love it. I love the snow. It just looks so beautiful. Everything looks nicer in the snow. It's so nice, and I always, <laughs> I always feel like I'm in Narnia. I really liked. Narnia stuff when I was a kid. Big fan. Really liked it. So whenever I see the snow, I'm always like, oh, I'm in Narnia. Which actually wouldn't probably work out well for me, but be a nice time. So yeah, like seeing the snow. Happy about that. It's put me in a great mood. Sad ski centres are closed. <laughs> so it's like a double edge, isn't it? You're like, oh my god, snow could do. Oh, can't do fun things. But, you know, pretty, pretty to look at. Not really had anything wildly exciting going on today. I am trying to get all the rest of my packing done because I'm moving this week. By this week, I mean tomorrow. <laughs> like, I'm currently sitting here speaking shite for this. And I've, there's heaps of boxes that I should be packing. Have I done it? No. Absolutely not. I hate packing. Like, I absolutely hate it. See, for holidays and things like that, I am that person that's packing the night before. And I'm sorry. Because then, when I get on holiday, I can blame it on, well, I did it in a rush. Oh, I didn't bring that. It's because I did it in a rush. If you're packing a week before and you forgot something, then you're a silly goose. Whereas if I packed it in a rush, then that's why it's happened. I write a lot of lists. I'll write all the lists, I'll probably lose the list, and then spend a heap of time looking for the list that takes up time that I could have been packing. You know what I mean? Sometimes I do that. Sometimes this actually works really well. If you're quite an unorganised person, it's not that I'm unorganised, it's just that I... <sighs> lazy? I, probably, yeah, it's probably laziness. It's not that I'm really unorganised with it. In my head, I can kind of be like, oh, I need this and that. It's just I can't be fucking bothered. So, yeah, yeah, that would, <laughs> that would be lazy then. Yeah, so, my point anyway is, if you're a bit unorganised, sometimes what I'll do is I'll write notes with a wee uh, whiteboard pen on my mirror. Because, like, if you're, you know, when you're going on holiday, you need to brush your teeth and that in the morning, you need to leave your hairbrush out and all that kind of jazz. And there's always one of those bits and pieces that you forget. So I write them on my mirror. So when getting ready in the morning, I see that and I go, oh my god, yes, that's what I need to take. So It works quite well. So if you ever need packing tips from the world's worst packer, that's it. I suppose this is, packing for moving should be easier than packing for holiday because holiday needs specific things whereas I'm just packing literally everything just packing all of my stuff but I didn't realize how much stuff I had I honestly didn't think I'd have that much shite heaps of shite shite I've never seen when where did that come from why do I have it have I ever used it probably not 
It's annoying. I'm going to have to have like a proper declutter. But at the moment, it's all just smashed into boxes. And then maybe as I take it out of the boxes, I'll be like, do I want this? Do I not? Then people do that thing. What is it? Is it Marie Kondo that says? And you, like, you hold something. And she's like, if it brings you joy, then you keep it. If it doesn't, throw it out. I'd have no clothes. Like, that wouldn't work for me. I'd be like, this doesn't bring me joy. It looks rubbish. Meh. And throw it out. So I cannot be doing that system because I'd have absolutely nothing. Or I'd have everything because I'd be like too indecisive and I wouldn't be able to think about it. You know, like, you know when you're holding something, I don't know if this brings me joy or not. So, not the method for me that I'll just go, I'll probably be an absolutely chaotic system, and I'll throw stuff out in, in a few months' time. You're like, where is that? Oh, I threw it out in a chaotic mess. Good. Loved that for me. But, um, other than packing, it should be quite exciting, because I'm moving in with my, my lovely pal, Laura. I've known Laura for 22 years of my life. That's, I don't know who it's worse for. But you know, when people are like, oh, deserve a medal, I honestly, at this stage, I don't know who would be more deserving of a medal. I feel bad for her. Why is she taking me on? What a horrible idea. She's going to have to listen to my singing constantly because I don't even notice that I'm doing it anymore. And she'll probably hear me sitting recording these on my own like, <laughs> like a loser. She'll be like, Christ, that is annoying. She does speak a lot of shit, but I'm very... I'm excited to move in and have a pal because that's the main reason that I'm moving because it's just, like, especially in lockdown, that's just so boring. Being on your own all the time makes you absolutely demented. So, yeah, we were like, oh, that, at least we'll both have a pal in lockdown. I say this now. Watch it. Next week's podcast will be me. This is the fucking worst. We're going to kill each other. I'm sure it won't. Maybe in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm sure next week won't be. So yes, packing. Packing is what I should be doing. But instead, I'm doing this. I went to B&M the other day and got like, you can just like plastic tubs to put things in. So I've got a heap of those that I need to fill. By a heap, I think I've only bought like four or something. But I, <laughs> I did accidentally cause a... A small scene in B&M. It wasn't that bad because it was really, really quiet. <laughs> the boxes were on the top shelf. They, they didn't have... I looked they, all over the store. They were only on the top shelf. Which is, why are you putting them just there? I, I need those too. It's not just really tall people that can need those. I looked all over. I was like, surely they must have them somewhere else. A lower height. But no. So I tried, tried to get them off the top. There wasn't even anyone in the aisle, you know, to be like, hi, can you help me? So I just, I was like, right, I can do this. And I reached up to try and get them. But rather than like, when I tried to grab them, again, I'm miming this out and I'm sitting on my own with a microphone, like, you just can't see what I'm doing. Why am I doing this? But I tried to grab them. And instead of grabbing them, I pushed them. So it was like a wee stack of boxes and they fell over the top of the shelf into the next aisle where there was definitely a man standing because all you heard from the other side was like a clatter, like a... And then a... Bah! And I was like, oh no, I've, I've killed a man. It's <laughs> like run round. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I just couldn't reach you. He was like, no, it's fine. I'm okay. Oh my God, that's so embarrassing. How can I not do anything without causing a scene? 
luckily he was very nice. I think he just got a fright. I don't think it actually hit him, but you didn't say it hit him. He wasn't like, you know, rubbing his head or anything. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if those hit him and he got like knocked out? I honestly would not care fit to do with myself. I would just be so panicked. That would be the worst. So, you know, an embarrassing outcome, but not the worst outcome. It's all good. So all good. And I got my boxes home. Uh, there is one of them that are broken, but do you ever do that? Like, it was me that dropped them and I feel too, too guilty not to take that stack so I've got one box that's slightly broken but I just like I don't know if that's just me do other people do that see if you like accidentally dropped it I'm like I have to I have to have that one now I can't be putting that back and getting another one because we're getting the bad karma and then you know something else would happen or like the whole box would break when I actually got it and all my stuff would smash so we'll take one little break at the side it's just under the lid on the corner so it's not like a necessity that the lid's perfect. I'll just hold it from the bottom. And they're just going to be used to, like, put under my bed and put stuff in it. So I think it'll be okay. You know. And I hope that that man's okay. I hope he's not too scared to stand in aisles now. And I hope he's not traumatised to go into (laughs) B&M. Honestly, why am I I so embarrassing, man? As a wee break from my packing... I say that like I haven't given myself a million breaks. Like I've been absolutely grafting away all the time. I'm like, oh, I'll just have a little little half hour break. It's like mostly breaks, then bits of packing. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we we break last night while having dinner. I watched, I think it's called Perfect Pooch. It's on BBC and it is such a soothing, wholesome show. Honestly, please watch it. It's like Bake Off but for dogs, it's like dog groomers, and they all get a dog, and they all groom the dog, and they, they judge them on how nicely the dog's groomed. It's so soothing, and all the owners of the dogs are there, because obviously they have to, like, you know, get dog doggy volunteers on. It's just so nice. It makes me so happy seeing all the little dogs cutting about, and it's Sheridan Smith that's hosting it, which I feel like is a really random fit. But, oh, it's 10 out of 10. Super soothing, super wholesome, and you just feel a little bit happier after watching it. You also feel a little bit sad. Like, I'm always like, I want a dog to hug. But, you know, it's... There was no words there. It's almost, I was going to say it's like almost as good, but clearly my brain was like, it's absolutely not. You can't say that. Um, So it's a good replacement. There we go. That's better. Please watch. It's so good. So soothing. I'm absolutely obsessed with that. It's very nice. We were speaking as well. Me and Pals were speaking. They should do a celebrity version. Imagine that. Getting all the celebrities' dogs on and all their dogs can get groomed. <laughs> I think it would just be really nice. A really, really nice show. Another show that I've been thinking about. I haven't watched that much of it, but I... um. I've been thinking about it a lot since today. Is the wheel? Have you seen it? It's Michael McIntyre, and it's a quiz show, but it's like it reminds me of a Trivial Pursuit board. But there's folk at the end of each triangle, so it spins round, and you get a category, and there's different celebrities that all have a specialist topic, 
and you get a question and if you have their topic and you land on them they, they can help you if that makes sense that's probably a horrible way to describe it but it's quite hard to describe so if you go watch it just watch like 10 seconds of it and you'll get it essentially like there's a seat in the middle they spin around there's questions and then there's celebrity experts to help them my thoughts about this show is i keep thinking about what would my specialist topic be again this is something that i get really like intensely worried about <laughs> not worried but like you know when you think about it so much like i feel like i've thought about it so much i'm so panicked just like, it's never gonna happen you know someone in two days gives a phone call like oh we've got, got a seat in the wheel for you what's your topic and i'm like oh my god i haven't thought about it i can't believe i didn't think about that it's never gonna happen but in my head it's like a situation that i have to i have to have that ready just in case because you absolutely never can and i really don't think i'd have a specialist topic like at all the Gemma collins she her specialist topic was essex that makes sense i don't think i could do any city geography is a disgustingly bad point in my life i'm absolutely awful at it horrible i hate that i hate even when people like bring up anything to do with geography because i'm so so bad at it and it's one of those topics right you know if you don't maybe that's i was gonna say neuroscience but that's maybe too extreme an example if you don't know about let's go let's go with maths all right lots of people find maths hard and if you're like oh i'm not very good at maths people aren't instantly ah, you're an idiot but i feel like with geography it's one of those things you don't know about it. people are just like oh you're a fucking idiot how did you not know that fucking loser and that's how i feel feel like such an idiot so i just avoid that topic at all costs which probably makes me worse at it but it's just i feel like it's one of those things if you don't know about geography people instantly think you're a fucking moron which to be fair is true i am but you know don't like people kenning that can't be having them kenning it so nothing to do with geography would be my specialist topic i feel like even if it's things i would know about i would be too panicked you know what sometimes when someone asks you a question and there's like a time pressure on it and as soon as the time pressure is done like we've got 10 seconds after those 10 seconds but oh it was that but if there's a time pressure <laughs> it is so bad i'm so bad at answering questions i well back before it was illegal i do quiz hosting like in pubs and stuff which is very fun but there's a rule that says you're not allowed to um, bring your friends just in case, like, they're cheating. You know, people accuse you of cheating or anything like that. But they, when I first started, they were like, come to one of the quizzes, like, see how things are run, you know, bring your pal. So me and my friend went to one of the quizzes. And we did so badly, so badly, did absolutely awful, like, disgustingly bad that they have said to me, they said to me once, oh, why didn't you bring your friends to the quiz? And I was like, oh, well, you know, I got told, you know, the rule is you're not allowed to have them just in cases, you know, accused of cheating because people are playing for money so they, you know, get upset. And they're like, oh, no, but for you it's fine. So what they've said is, because me and my pals are such idiots and we did so badly <laughs> in the quiz that we went to that they're like, Nobody could ever accuse them of cheating. There's absolutely no way that anybody would ever consider them to be cheating 
because they're so bad. Which in a way, kind of nice, means my friends can come if they want to, but also a little offensive that the only people, <laughs> the only people stupid enough to not do like well to be well enough to be considered a threat. <laughs> so that's yeah, that kind of sums up my general knowledge as well. And people think as well. People have always been like, oh, what's well, like when I started my quiz posting job they were like oh my god that'd be great you can come to other pub quizzes with us you'll ken the answers no 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 you are banking on my ability to retain information there i just read it out like i you think i'm going to remember that no they you can put the answers on and off so it's on a computer i stand behind it and i can put the answers on and off sometimes it's quite fun to play along, you know, if I'm <laughs> if I'm not feeling vulnerable and don't want to make myself feel like an idiot, I'll turn off the answers and I'll be like, have a nice week, play along. And one time, you know, obviously standing there with the mic, I read out the question and then without even, <laughs> without even thinking about it, I instantly went into the mic, oh, I know this one. And they were like, well, fucking obviously you do, you have the answers, which made me seem like even more of an idiot. So maybe, I don't think... <laughs> don't think I'd have a single specialist topic for the wheel. Which is not good because, you know, any day Michael McIntyre will be phoning. Any day he'll be calling me up and being like, right, Alex, there's a seat in the wheel for you. What's your topic? And I wouldn't have one. I just wouldn't have a single one to even think about. It's really upsetting. So if you can think of a specialist topic, please let me know your topic. So maybe I'll steal it. You know, like, sometimes on, like, master Mastermind, they say, like, they have really specific topics, really, really specific topics. They'll have, like, a certain singer and then certain years of their career. I, I don't even think I've got that. I honestly don't think there's one single thing that I could tell you enough about. I don't know if it's good or bad. I've got too broad a knowledge to pick on top. I definitely don't, but that's, that's a lie I'm telling myself, alright? Right, I'm done rambling slash exposing myself for how thick I really am. I say, I say that, like, people haven't listened to all the other episodes, aren't like, yeah, we already, we already kept that you're pretty thick. But that's okay, and I'm going to go for a wee walk in the snow, so I'm going to give you a little, fi- little fact about, can you get that word out there? A little fact about, um snow and snowflakes. Uh, I found a fact that there was once a snowflake which is larger than a foot. Um, the Guinness Book of World Records lists the largest snowflake um, on record to be one from January 1887 in Montana, measuring 15 inches wide. <laughs> the rancher who spotted it described it as larger than milk pans. Adakem fit a milk pan is so I I don't really know that reference it's the milk pans like when you milk cows and they've got those big buckets they put it in if you can fit a milk pan is please let me know but it was larger than a foot so that's pretty that's a pretty big snowflake imagine that falling down and you're absolutely terrified hopefully when I go for my wee walk there will not be any snowflakes that size hitting me because that would be, <laughs> I feel like that would not be very good. I don't know if it would be hard or not. Would it not just, like, break? Would it be soft or would it be, like, icy? Because if it was, like, icy, like a hailstone, that would hurt you. 
maybe not get out. Where if it's like soft like snow and it would just like dissolve into different other snowflakes, I'd be okay with that. Or maybe it landed perfectly on your head, be like a little hat. Right, I'm speaking. <laughs> I'm speaking right now. I'm off to do a wee walk. As always, if you want to get in touch and tell me what your topic would be on the wheel, or tell me <laughs> um, if you've watched, um, I can't remember what it's called anymore, the Pooch Show on <laughs> on BBC Radio 1, please let me know. You can get me on Instagram, which is at Alex underscore Ross, or Twitter, which is at Alex C underscore Ross. I hope you have a lovely week, and I will speak to you next week, if Laura's not killed me by then. <laughs>